Craig McCulloch, our Deputy Political Editor, is with me now here uh, at Waitangi at the Treaty Grounds. There's quite a ceremony going on at the moment with Tama'iti just coming on to uh, the Morai, I can see, with some large white flags in the distance. Craig, uh, kia ora. Kia ora. Uh, well, it's been a pretty busy morning talking uh, constitutional issues and tēnā tanga and some pretty heavy stuff. This is the place for it, right? This is the time to do it. Um, there's going to be more of that today and boy the pressure is really on the government isn't it? This is a high stakes Waitangi for sure it feels like a callback to those previous years that possibility, the, the likelihood of protest um, I think that the past few years the most recently uh, it, it ha- the event has been notable for the calm rather than the commotion but this year there certainly is that expectation of change which is not surprising given the change of government and the change of direction. We will see that high emotion. We will see that tension, anger even. All of that has been foreshadowed over the weekend. Now, and that's not to say that the scenes will necessarily be ugly ones, but they will be loaded. There has been that call to stand, to fight, and we will see that today. I will note that the speakers at the property yesterday were very united as well in calling for peaceful protest, not for violence. But there is certainly some concern that, that, that there could be some smaller rogue element, perhaps, that could distract from or overshadow that overall message of unity. Mm. Interesting role for Shane Jones. I mean, he he wasn't here yesterday to meet Ratana, which was a little bit interesting, um, given he had called them to come. But he argues that he's coming on with the government. But he has a really pivotal role to play. He's, on the one hand, uh, he clearly has some reservations about the treaty principles bill. I mean, at one point he actually said he wasn't going to support it, then he mm. retracted that because they've got a caucus position. But on the other hand, he's got uh, you know a role to play in terms of Māori customary rights that he was talking about this morning in Te Raranga, Te Ratanga, in that sphere. So, I mean, he seems to me as looming as a very important figure. Absolutely, and particularly given the stakes that are at play and the relationship between the Crown and Māori, Shane Jones and Winston Peters as well, they are right at home here in the north. This is their stomping ground. They come here with mana. Shane Jones in particular is regarded for his command of te reo. Even yesterday when he was called out, when there were the calls saying, where are you, Shane Jones? It was followed by, we still love you. We still love you, (laughs) Shane and Winston. So they come here with a lot more leeway than National and Act. They have that advantage and they will be, as you point out, key players, pivotal players in this coalition in terms of alleviating that tension and, and where this goes from here, depending on where it lands and how they sell that message, New Zealand First could be key to, to potentially finding some sort of consensus. Yeah, Interesting to hear Willie Jackson too, really trying to defend Labour's record, arguing strongly this morning that there wasn't a mandate for change around Maori issues, you know, and a few throwaway comments to boot that he chucked in. But what, what do you make of that? I mean, it's quite a. And then there's the issue. Then, the, in a sense, they're almost having to compete with the Maori Party and the Greens. The challenge has been put to join the fight. Labour has taken up that wheel. Uh, clearly, they've chased, chosen their side. Unsurprisingly, it is firmly against the coalition. But we heard very strong language over the weekend um, invoking firearms, that talk of spiders and enemies and, and the like, obviously heavy on metaphor. But but it, 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 I think you're right. It is a noteworthy decision from Labour. It is, a, it is a mainstream party. It is a party that has in the past found itself offside with large parts of Māori dim. The current iteration does have a strong Māori caucus. And, and while it's acknowledged that, yes, it moved too quickly while it was in government, that it, um, that it didn't bring non-Māori New Zealanders with it, now it does need to do a much better job of doing that now that it's in opposition. 
All right, let's look forward a little bit then today to what we might hear from the government. I mean, what can they offer here? They talk a lot about Māori economic development, trying to deal with disparities in many social areas for Māori and the work they can do there in devolution and those sort of areas. Probably going to hear more of that, do you think? Yes, they have been dubbed the three-headed Tanifa. Each of those heads is going to have something different to say. So each head will have a different message and a different goal. We saw some hint of that on Friday when Christopher Luxon and David Seymour met with Iwi leaders in Kirikiri. The question is, I guess, are they going to go down that same path or will they change tack slightly? Because what we're hearing is that that approach that they took there actually sort of ruffled feathers rather than, than calming This comment about the school kids, uh, you know, it was a bit, it landed a bit on the nose, didn't it? Uh, they did. Um, they, uh, you know, Christopher Luxon wants to come across as that reasonable, calm practitioner. Um, those comments were not calming. They were not received well. They were considered tone deaf, tone deaf and that is uh, likely to colour the tone of today's welcome as well, I imagine. His intent has been to calm the tensions, to push the unity line up until recently and to speak past those gathered here as well and to speak to those at home. Uh, there is little downside for the Prime Minister, I have to say, as long as he avoids absolute catastrophe. Interestingly, just finally there, because there's been a lot of commentary from the left and right over the last few days about his performance here. It is a critical... There will be a lot of people watching his performance. You know, people... It's a bit of a throwaway line. Oh, we, sh- you need to lead, etc., etc. But, but it does show that there's a lot of weight on his actual showing. It is a chance for him to to come across in a pri- as a Prime Minister, to, to, to stake his um, claim as leader. The content and delivery of his speech will be of note. He spoke from speech notes when he was at Ratana, and he did the same last year at Waitangi. He was actually criticised for doing that by Winston Peters last year. So it'll watch that space. It'll be interesting to see what he does there, how comfortable he is, or, or how careful it is. There is that chance or likelihood, as I spoke earlier, that he has heckled, that some rogue individuals make a scene, particularly given he will be there alongside David Seymour. But... His goal, as I said before, has been to present as that calm, reasonable, sensible practitioner. You know, some protest may actually serve well to help him with that messaging. Certainly that is what his coalition partners believe and what they're hoping for. Craig McCulloch, Deputy Political Editor, thank you very much for that. We look forward to your coverage throughout the day.